You have tuned in to the e-commerce aholic. My name is TJ Gamble, and I am here to help you get more from your e-commerce store. Now, if you're new around here, and whether you're a merchant looking to build a powerhouse e-commerce brand, or you're otherwise gainfully employed in the e-commerce industry, and you're looking to deliver enterprise-grade e-commerce services, consider hitting that subscribe button because we're here to help. And so with e-commerce, the, the big thing is you always want to reduce friction when it comes to your e-commerce offering. And, you know, a couple of ways to reduce friction is to increase the trust and decrease risk. And, and one of the biggest ways and one of the biggest influences in increasing that trust and reducing risk for people buying from your website is user-generated content. What do other people think of what, what they're looking at? And so you've got reviews and, and there's several ways to uh, an effective review strategy is critical. So I wanted to have someone, an expert come on and talk about how to effectively leverage your community and turn those people into brand ambassadors that help you promote your product and more importantly, your business. So I went out and, and who else, who else is going to be that review expert other than Yachtpo? And I reached out to Yachtpo and I, I appreciate Yachtpo um, being so courteous and, and helping find someone to come on. And so we've got Ali Fazel coming on from Yachtpo. Ali, welcome to the live stream and give us the elevator pitch for Yachtpo. Yeah, thank you, TJ. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thank you for having us. So Yachtpo is essentially an all-encompassing marketing platform that helps you drive engagement online by using the voices of your own customers. So through reviews, photo, Q&A, uh, and other user-generated content, we essentially help e-commerce businesses, big and small, acquire, convert, and retain more customers online. Um, and in, recent, in the recent year, we've introduced new tools that use artificial intelligence and machine learning to help you comb through that content and understand your customers as well. So um, it's definitely a tool that is helpful for anybody who wants to increase their sales online, and more importantly, understand their customers and create that type of community that you were talking about. Now, I've got some talking points here we're going to go through. And, you know, you guys always ask the best questions, and we're here for you. So post your questions in the chat. Let us know uh, if you have something in particular you want answered or you want us to talk about, and we will do everything we can to get those covered. Uh, but first, I'm going to start, again, I'm going to start priming this conversation. Uh, and, you know, everyone seems to understand the benefits of reviews in that uh, customers depend on reviews. I depend on reviews. If I'm trying to buy something and I don't know anything about the manufacturer or this product, then I'm going to lean heavily on those reviews to kind of help determine whether or not this product is what it says it is and it's of decent quality. Um, maybe other than that obvious benefit, are there any other kind of fringe benefits or um, you know maybe other direct or indirect benefits of a proper review strategy and getting that information from your customers? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think you touched on a really important point, which is that in the modern era, everybody knows reviews are necessary. Everybody reads them. Um, but I think the, the missing piece that a lot of businesses are seeking is authenticity. So take a step back, pretend that like we're not even talking about e-commerce. Look at like the way that mass media has changed in recent years, right? We went from 
it being commonplace to sell your products using models, actors, athletes, celebrities. And now the people who are best to sell your products are influencers, online YouTubers, people who uh, your audience can relate with more. Uh, there's been a real shift online in recent years towards authenticity. Think of the movement of not Photoshopping photos, uh, the movement of trying to use actual real customers in your advertisements. That quest for authenticity is something that all audiences are really seeking. And so I think you have to have reviews and authenticity together. And so that's why I think if you're building a strategy, it's not just about having a few reviews on your website that say, oh, this pen works great uh, and writes on paper. It's about creating a sense of community and a genuine sense of authenticity online that customers can really latch onto and engage with. Uh, and that sort of replicates an in-store experience. Yeah. And by the way, if you're looking for a YouTuber to sell some of your stuff, if it's good stuff, let me know. I've got a very small but engaged audience here. I can help you out. Um, as far as authenticity, let's dive into this a little more. What, go into kind of, you know, how does a brand know if it has that authenticity and maybe what can they do to ensure that they're providing that to their customers? Yeah, great questions. Um, first, make sure your reviews are verified. Uh, not all review providers have trusted relationships with the parties that you need, like Google. Um, so, so make sure that your reviews are verified and authentic. Um, if there's anything worse than not having reviews on your website, it's having fake-looking reviews. And so I think that's something that every store owner should be, uh, should be mindful of. Beyond that, I think every brand has a story to tell. So when you look at you know, some of Yodpo's biggest success stories, uh, Movement Watches, Untuck It, Brooklyn Inn. Um, you know, these are brands that really do have a story to tell and have uh, a narrative built around the way they communicate with their customers. And so I think no matter what product you're selling, no matter how big your business is, make sure that that mission and that value statement is really out there for customers to understand. Because for convenience shopping, we all know, everybody who's tuned into this uh, live stream knows for sure that for convenience shopping, nothing beats Amazon or the pharmacy down the street, right? But if you want to get people to come to your website, buy from you, be a part of your community, engage with your brand, you have to really give them the chance by, to do that. And the first step is having a review strategy combined with a way for them to latch onto your brand's narrative. So a review strategy, what, what do you see customers who are effective at getting reviews and leveraging those reviews to grow their business? What does their, what does their review strategy look like? Like, how do I get started building something like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, I, I must admit I'm a little biased. So my answer would be to download Yapo from your e-commerce uh, app store today or go to yapo.com. I think really... The key to cultivating a strong review strategy is making it easy for customers to engage with you. I know a lot of fear around reviews or around user-generated content is that you're going to get a lot of the high highs and the low lows. And that's certainly reflected when you look at Amazon's reviews, for instance. It's a bunch of one stars and a bunch of five stars. Um, but the key to developing a holistic review strategy or UGC strategy, as we say, is like making it easy for your consumers. And so I know here at Yotpo, a lot of our time and our research and development goes into figuring out new ways to remove that friction so that when you buy a product, TJ, or I buy a product online, the brand is making it easy, convenient, and even enjoyable for us to engage with them by leaving reviews, offering photos, uh, leaving videos, engaging with the brand with question and answer. Uh, it's all about creating that sense of fun in the process.
Now, I'm allergic to three-letter acronyms, so UGC, <laughs> just for make sure everybody understands, you know, because we we have a sophisticated audience here. Uh, typically, people we engage with are, you know, they're, they're e-commerce veterans. They, they know what they're talking about, and we want to provide value to them. We're not really – there are a lot of great YouTube channels if you're just starting to do drop shipping on a SaaS platform. There, there are a lot of places out there that can help you. Um, so we, we want to make sure we define things, you know, just in case, even if you're – even if you're an experienced veteran, there's so many three-letter acronyms. But UGC, user-generated content, I'm assuming, correct? Yep. The user-generated okay. content is basically content that you collect from your customers. So this can be in the form of reviews. This can be in the form of photos. It can be in the form of Q&A. Uh, but ultimately, it's just the content that you're able to collect from the people who know your brand the best, uh, apart from you, which is the people who have bought your products. Now, you had talked about the the strategy and downloading Yachtpo, and and obviously Yachtpo is a, a great software that's going to help. And and you know there may be other softwares out there if Yachtpo's not the right fit for you. Um, but once you have that software installed, like how do you how do you lower that friction? I mean, what are some actual practical tips to make it simpler or to possibly incentivize? I mean, maybe is is it a bad thing to incentivize, or you know how do you actually prompt people to provide you with that feedback? Yeah, great question. So first off, I would say make it very seamless for people to leave a review. So here at Yodpo, we have something called the mail after purchase. So think of like the worst review leaving experience you've ever had. You maybe get an email from a brand, it arrives at a time that isn't convenient for you in the middle of all your other important work emails. You open the email, it asks you to leave a review, it feels generic, canned, templated. Then it takes you to a separate landing page where you have to enter a username and password. You don't remember the username and password, you click forgot password. Like it's a whole thing that is outdated and causes people to really abandon that process. Unless you feel really strongly negative or positive, you wouldn't go through the trouble of doing that. So the first thing I would say when you're cultivating a review strategy is make sure you're making it easy for customers. Like I mentioned at Yapo, we have a tool called the Mail After Purchase where we send out emails on behalf of clients. And these emails, you can fill out the review content directly from the email itself. So you get the email in your inbox, you open it up, you type out the review, give your star rating, hit submit, and it's all done without you ever having to be redirected to a separate landing page. That's one thing. Um, the other part of it is make sure that you're really thinking about your customers when you're uh, and their needs as you're developing the strategy. So like at Yapa, we use artificial intelligence and machine learning to help figure out the best time to send reviews for customers. It really depends on the type of product, the demographic that you're reaching out to. Uh, but you want to catch people right when they're free, like sitting on the couch in the right mind frame to leave a review. You don't want to catch them like first thing in the morning uh, or last thing at the end of their day, because ultimately them engaging with your brand is they're doing you a favor in a sense. And you want to make that as easy as possible. Them. Now, as far as sending that information out and embedding it into an email, that that I mean, that sounds like the ideal scenario. But are there any uh, PCI or GDPR compliance concerns with um, that kind of strategy? Yeah, so you got to be really careful, um, particularly in the era of GDPR. Um, you know, I'm happy to say that Yahoo is GDPR compliant. Um, but 
within the this ecosystem, you'll see a lot of plugins. You know, if you're on Shopify or Magento, you'll see a lot of plugins offering reviews, and not all of them are GDPR compliant. And so you want to make sure that whatever vendor you go with is a trusted partner of Google. Um, we're a trusted partner of Facebook as well. But make sure you have that backing behind you, because otherwise you could get yourself into some serious sticky business. So what's the benefit of being a partner, a, a partner of Google, a partner of Facebook? Like what what does that provide a service like yours that may be not having that partnership? Um, you know, what, what do you have that they don't have by, by having those partnerships, I should say? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we, we've had a longstanding, really great relationship with Facebook and Instagram by extension. Um, and, you know, as you know, in the modern era, those are two big platforms that really can catapult a brand to success. Um, when you think of brands like, uh, think of a brand like Kylie Cosmetics. It's a brand that grew entirely on Instagram. And, you know, many people saw the recent Forbes cover with Kylie Jenner, where she was declared the first self-made uh, billionaire. Her brand went from zero to 800 million in three years, um, all through Instagram, right? No TV ads, no Super Bowl commercials, uh, no billboards, right? All through Instagram. So that's the power of social media. Um, we're lucky enough that Facebook has actually done a case study on us where they talk about how some of the features that we have that integrate with them, like embedding Yahoo review content within advertisements, actually creates a scenario where you're increasing your click-through rate exponentially so the people who will click on your ads go up and as a result you're decreasing your cost per acquisition so you're actually saving money and getting people to engage with your brand at the same time um, but Facebook doesn't offer that to everyone they obviously don't want to attach their name to smaller plugins or to companies that aren't verified so they do a lot of vetting on us to make sure that our review content is verified to make sure that you know our uh, collection processes are compliant with international laws like you alluded to. Um, so I would say that's the primary benefit is that, you know, when you're playing with the big boys in the space, you really can trust in the partner that you're working with and not have to second guess every step of the way when new regulations come out or when new communication standards are introduced. So by having the partnership, um, you're able to actually push those reviews to Facebook. Uh, if you're, you know, p posting a, an ad or um, just a regular post or uh, on Google, is it going to show up in my search listings to maybe give me uh, a little higher click through rate? Yeah, absolutely. So what you're what you're talking about SEO, um, Yapo is hugely instrumental in helping a ton of businesses there. Uh, it, Google is a, a really tricky place to grow, and a lot of companies uh, find it hard to grow their organic traffic. And that's where Yapo can really help you. Um, you know, the more content you have online, the more content you have from customers, the more content there is for Google to crawl, and the higher chances of you creeping up in the listings to number one, page one, for whatever your search terms may be, exists. So that's like a huge benefit of our partnership with Google. All right. Now, guys, we I'm asking questions here. We're going through our content. Uh, you, you know, you get the most value. We feel like we give the most value when you guys ask questions. Please, if you have any questions, post them in the chat. We will answer those directly. Um, we're just here to help you. If you happen to be catching this in a replay uh, after it's live, then and you have some questions, post them in the comments, and I'll do everything I can to get you answers for those questions. So you had talked about... Uh, AI, using AI and, you know, finding the right time to, you know, send out those notifications and things. Are, are there, is there anything uh, that you're using AI for other than just timing that maybe, you know, gives some advantage to getting more reviews or building that community? 
Yeah. And, you know, I want to say that AI has become such a buzzword in our industry, right? For probably everybody, uh, every e-commerce expert watching today. I'm sure you've read that phrase in at least three news articles this morning before lunch. Um, and it's become a buzzword that doesn't really stand for anything anymore. So I'll talk about what UI, what AI means, you know, within our, our infrastructure and our landscape. So, you know, contrary to uh, the Steven Spielberg movies where AI talks about robots and uh, crazy futuristic Martian intelligence, AI for us is simple and in some ways, yeah, stupid and simple. That's how we like to keep it with AI. Like we want to make it as streamlined and accessible as possible for any of our customers. So to answer your question, yeah, AI can do a lot for you. If you uh, are selling a product and you... Uh, through our insights platform, which is our data-driven platform that uses AI and machine learning to comb through your review content. If you're able to see that all of your uh, reviewers in Portland seem to complain about shipping and our tool notifies you on that, what you'll be able to do then is talk to your shipping partner in the Pacific Northwest and see if something's going on there. Say you get a lot of comments around fit uh, from certain demographics or a lot of comments around uh, color reproduction on your garments from certain demographics. You can actually use AI and people's responses uh, in in mass quantities to dictate how you develop your products, uh, to dictate like the types of products you sell. Um, you know, it, it, it takes what used to be a really expensive endeavor of you know paying companies hundreds and thousands of dollars to do market research for you, uh, it takes that type of big picture strategy and really makes it accessible for the average e-commerce store owner uh, to be able to access. And that's like the power of AI from our perspective. Let's talk a little bit, and, and I asked a little bit of a question uh, about it earlier in, in that incentivizing people to review. And I know on Amazon, a lot of people kind of have this negative feeling towards incentivizing for reviews, and that's because uh, it's been so misused on Amazon that they have banned the practice. But if you're off of a platform like Amazon, you're gathering your own reviews on your own website, is is you know some sort of incentive incentivization strategy? I like, I like I'm using big words here. I need to stick. I need to stick to the the one dollar words instead of the three dollar words. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it sounds good in your head till you actually go to try to say it and it just doesn't work right so yeah so let's just rephrase that all together incentivizing people for reviews is that is that a good thing is that a bad thing how have you seen people do it effectively you know what what's a strategy that's working there if you recommend doing it at all yeah so i think like look incentivizing people to leave reviews is common practice um and it's not about trying to collect fake reviews or fake sentiment because the truth is your audience now is modern savvy they're all mobile connected they can see through that people know about fake amazon reviews that's within the zeitgeist it's like it's out there so what i would say is that if you're going to use an incentivization strategy focus it more on retention right if you want people to leave a review Feel free to like using the Apple platform or whatever tool you want, offer them a coupon for their next purchase, right? That way you're incentivizing them to give you content in terms of reviews. And if they really are big fans of your brand and they enjoyed the product that you sent them, all you're doing is getting them to leave a review and hopefully make a repeat purchase. So I think for a lot of brands, it can be a win-win. Um, and I don't think there's any authenticity or, or genuineness lacking from incentivizing someone to leave a review because ultimately like you can leave a positive or negative review. Um, there's no way to, it's not like 
you're only going to offer coupons or incentives to people who leave positive reviews. That would be a little bit different. All you're asking for is honest feedback, and in return, you're happy to give someone an incentive for their use next time. Um, I think that's great, and it, it's a great way to kind of kickstart a retention strategy for your business. Yeah, I think the key there is to make sure you are being honest, and it goes back to that, you know, making sure that people trust you. You have to increase trust on your website, and if you're constantly just begging for positive reviews or you're only rewarding positive reviews, then you start to lose that trust, and your your customers will pick up on that. Um, so out, outside of a like just putting these reviews, we can you know it, it can increase your your click through rates on ads and your SEO, and obviously it increases trust and hopefully increases your conversions. But is there some other use for that data? Is there some other benefit of having those reviews and getting that information from your customers other than than just those things listed? Yeah. So look. Uh UGC user generated content in the form of reviews and photos is like powerful in so many different ways. First of all, yes, it can help you acquire new customers uh, through increasing uh, your benefits for SEO. Uh, you can use reviews in advertisements. Uh, one of my favorite stories from a Yapo customer is Lisa, the mattress brand. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, sure. um, but they they have an insane amount of reviews collected through Yotpo. And so one of my favorite uh, strategies that their marketing team employed was they did an advertising campaign around uh, a review where the person wrote in the review, uh, like my building, the fire alarm went off in my building and I slept through it. Um, and it was like kind of cute and tongue in cheek. And, uh, and the person leaving the review was basically saying like, man, buying a mattress like this is a real hazard because you're gonna sleep through any alarms or things that go off. Um, but like in that sense, you're adding a humanistic element to whatever marketing you're doing, right? In 2018, your audience expects to be marketed too. So you're gonna do it regardless through whatever channel you find works best for you. Adding that little bit of a human touch with user generated content and reviews really goes that extra mile towards developing that relationship between you and your customers. Um, outside of acquisition, reviews can also be hugely impactful for you in terms of conversion. So if you're an e-commerce business that's struggling with conversion, with card abandonment, placing review widgets or photo galleries and key conversion points on your website can actually, like it's proven, can help people convert faster. Um, you know, what you really don't want is for people to click on a product page and then get distracted, leave, maybe go to Amazon, maybe do some comparison shopping. You want them to have a seamless, trusted experience on your website that takes them all the way from first visit to conversion. Um, and placing review content in the right places with a little bit of strategy can really help with that. Um, and then ultimately, reviews can be an amazing retention tool as well, right? By asking people to leave reviews in exchange for maybe a coupon, that's a great way to incentivize people to come back. Um, and then most importantly, and I think this is where a lot of brands are starting to direct their their marketing strategy towards is understanding your customers, right? Using review content and using user generated content and combing that content to really understand what it is your customers want, what will make them happy, what will get them to evangelize your product, right? What's gonna take those casual shoppers and turn them into loyal, staunch brand advocates? Like every business wants the type of huge engagement and rabid following that 
something like Soul Cycle has, right? Where people don't just go to Soul Cycle because it's an okay workout class. People who go to Soul Cycle love Soul Cycle. And if you're a brand in today's era competing against the likes of Amazon, you have to have that same fanatic evangelism from your customers. The best way to create that is by having reviews on site and giving them more and more ways to engage with your brand, either through social media where you can use Apple content as well, or even on your individual product pages. But creating those pathways and those channels for you to meet your customers halfway and really like engage in a meaningful level without ever seeing each other without ever stepping foot in the store together like that's where the magic happens online and that, that was a lot of great useful content and i'm going to try to dissect several of those things and and go into them maybe a little bit further but uh, you know most most merchants have to understand it and i understand that you're busy and your head's down and you're focused on the details of your business and sometimes you you can't see the forest for the trees so you know you got to understand that you're building a tribe you're building a community and there's you know there's things that that will help build that community and, and reviews being one of them. But also if you reach out to your customers in an engaging way and you get them to submit those reviews, but you also incentivize them to order again, as at some point, if you're examining your data, you'll start noticing that customers that order twice order six times or customers that order three times order 10 times. And so uh, effectively pulling all of these strategies together and incentivizing people to move further down that chain to have more interactions with you. The more interactions they have, the more pleasant and smooth and frictionless those interactions are, the more likely they are to become those brand ambassadors. Um, and I, I think that's pretty much what, what you're saying there. Yeah, and I think, I think oftentimes your community can really surprise you. So, you know, it's, it makes sense. It follows conventional reasoning that if you have a, a makeup brand or a fashion brand, it's going to play really well on Instagram, right? Like that's what you would traditionally think. And that's true. Uh, but again, your audience can really surprise you. We have clients like um, eSurance is a, a good example of a customer of ours where they don't even really sell insurance online, but people really want to engage with their brand. And so if you go to eSurance.com and you look at their reviews and testimonials that are powered by Yapo, you will see people engaging a ton with a product that isn't traditionally like sexy in the way that maybe like apparel or shoes or fashion is um you know on the other hand it, like a lot of people are like oh no photos aren't going to be right for my product right they think of photos as being something again that's very like apparel or fashion based um but you'd be surprised like we have several companies that sell supplements um one company that comes to mind is Sugar Bear Hair. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but they are one of the fastest growing brands on Instagram. Uh, they're huge in the influencer marketing space and they sell hair gummies, right? So it's these little gummy bears that you eat every day to help strengthen your hair uh, condition. It's a supplement of sorts. And so you would think that there's no real way to take photos of uh, a product like this because it's something small that you eat and then digest and it's hard to take a photo showing a before and after on your hair and if it worked or not but you'd be shocked like if you go search for sugar bear hair on instagram you will see hundreds of people in paid influencers regular community members uh people ranging in ages all like holding a little gummy bear to the camera putting it on their tongue like wanting to engage with the brand so I would say like your audience can really surprise you in terms of where they take you and you can let them dictate your strategy a little bit as well. And it'll be a little bit more organic uh, and help you grow your brand in a way that is maybe a little unexpected. 
Yeah, I'm glad you clarified a little bit there on hair gummies because I, I just my mind was going <laughs> into all sorts of strange places with someone selling hair gummies. I'm like, this well, doesn't, hey, doesn't sound appetizing. Uh, I don't think you're quite ready for sugar bear hair yet, but let me know if you are. Maybe it'll help help my beard come in a little more fully. I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll get on Instagram, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you mentioned there that, that was interesting that I, I want to maybe um, put some actual practical tips behind. Uh, you mentioned using reviews at key points throughout that buyer's journey on your website uh, can oftentimes help help kind of get them over the hump and and push them through to completion. Maybe give us some examples of uh, some things you've seen people do that were effective in, in that regards. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it, it goes back to the first sentence you said when we started today's uh, stream. It's about reducing friction, right? So um, a great way to do that is by making sure that you're People have an easy way to view reviews that makes sense visually with like the uh, aesthetic of your website. So making sure that your reviews are easily accessible so that on your product pages, people don't have to scroll forever up and down to try and find them. Um, with with Gapo, there's a thing called a reviews tab, which lives constantly on the side of your browser. Um, so no matter where you are, you can always click on that reviews tab. It has a star on it, so people know that it's it's a it's a place where reviews live, and that will always bring up reviews no matter where you are. So I think really making it easy to find in the process is critical. Um, second, you know, it's making sure that you're using. Um, the best review content that, that you have to offer. So uh, Yapo introduced a feature recently called What Shoppers Say. So we have some smart widgets that again, use AI and machine learning to pull out like the best review quotes that you have and place those really prominently right under your product page. Um, by placing just a pull-out quote or a couple of lines that are, are really powerful right away so that people don't have to scroll and read a bunch of reviews, you're eliminating that sense of fatigue that may happen from people getting bored or exhausted on your website and wanting to move on. You're giving them like that burst of content and energy they need right away to click the add to cart and click the purchase button. Um, and ultimately, that's what it's all about. You want to make sure that there's no distractions that take them away. So another great example that I can offer to our, our audience is uh, Shopable Instagram, right? A lot of brands are trying to grow on Instagram at the moment. And what's tough is, okay, I find an Instagram page I love. I'm scrolling on my phone. I open a photo. I'm like, man, that's a great looking shirt right there. How do I find it? I have to back up, go to the company's website. And then if it's a shirt that you're wearing today, TJ, what do I search for? Blue short sleeve shirts? Do I have to look through all hundred shirts to find the one that was featured in that one Instagram? It can be a really laborious process and that's where you lose people. So giving them an easy way to go straight from Instagram, clicking on a photo directly to the product page and giving them a chance to check out all in one fell swoop is what's going to make the impact in, in whether people abandon or people actually buy and whether your social media strategy is successful. Yeah, I, I want to do an entire show on Instagram shopping. So we're, we're probably not going to go too in-depth on that at this point. But, uh, you know, the one thing that people have to realize is that almost all purchases are impulse in the moment purchases. Even if you researched it out, it's an emotional thing and you want that emotional connection and, and you want that, you know, that hit. And if you, you know, if you if it takes too long to browse your site, if it takes too long to find, if there's too much friction, every little bit of friction 
emotion throughout that process erodes that emotion a little bit until finally there's not enough emotion to push them over the edge to actually purchasing it. So, um, yeah, providing that content to keep the excitement up, to increase that emotional connection and making it super simple to find and get through that process as fast as possible uh, is absolutely vital to a good conversion rate. Um, so, you know, most people are concerned that anger is a much stronger motivating factor than than delight. And so, you know, many merchants are afraid that if they have reviews or if they promote reviews, they're mostly going to be negative reviews. And, and we'll talk about negative reviews in a minute. But, um, you know, how do you, other than just not selling crap, how do you maybe, um, you know, get people to post those positive reviews? Is there a way other than incentives and making it easy? Is there any sort of strategy you've seen working that just helps increase the amount of positive reviews that you receive? Yeah. So, um, it's an interesting question because you're right. You don't want to force people to leave positive reviews or, or try and guide them. You really want their honest, authentic reaction. But the truth of the matter is as amazing as your products are, most people probably fall in that middle line of satisfaction, right? Um, some people will really love your products right away, and you can hopefully get five-star reviews from those people. Some people, for better or for worse, will just dislike it, and you know that you know where those people stand. Most people are probably in like the three, four, four point five, five range, and so the key is to get adequate content from them. Uh, and ask them the right questions so that the, the content you collect is meaningful. So I'll give you an example. Say you're selling um, cosmetics, right? Asking someone what their skin type is in the review uh, request. Asking them, you know, what type of complexion they have. Asking them, you know, what, um, maybe what, what skin tone they have. Uh, what products they've used before. Asking them those questions so that they are given more chances to engage is better than just giving them one long review form and saying, tell us what you thought, right? Because at that point, even if it's someone who had a satisfactory experience, they can say, oh, it was great for my complexion. It was great for, um, it felt great on the face. It was reasonably priced, but I didn't like this one thing about it. And what you've done there is you've taken what may have been a purely negative review and you've brought out two or three really positive attributes from it and given one piece of critical key feedback. Um, and I think, like you said, a lot of people are scared of negative reviews, but you know we've actually found through data across thousands of customers that a little bit of critical content within reviews is actually really good for your brand. Yeah, that's the next thing. It's it's about building that trust, right? And if you're scared of a negative review, and I, I know I'm always wary if I look and everything's rosy. If every review, if they've got 10,000 reviews and everyone's positive, I'm like, I don't know if I trust this. So, you know, what are what's maybe some advice for how merchants should handle those negative reviews? Yeah, so I I tell this to, to merchants all the time. It's like if you're if you're using a review platform that allows you to comment back, that's the best thing that you can do. Um, so with Yapo, for example, and other review solutions as well, you can actually respond to ne negative or positive reviews. Uh, and this is like 
a real game changer. It's such a small thing, but by taking the time to actually acknowledge someone's review, you know, maybe offer them a way to fix the issue or even just engaging with them and saying, hey, I'm really sorry about the experience you had. You know, here's what we can do better next time. Here's what we've done to correct the problem that you alluded to. Not only are you alleviating that one person's concern, but every other person who browses your website will see your response and they'll know two things about your brand. They'll know, A, this brand really cares about satisfying its customers because they're taking the time out to actually respond to negative content. And they'll know that you're a brand that's willing to engage with them and willing to develop a relationship instead of just staying at arm's length. So by sort of figuring out a way to respond to negative reviews, offer people feedback that their feedback to you is valid, letting them know that their opinions are heard can go a long way. And, you know, like you've talked about, Everyone knows when something is a little too rosy that the picture isn't fully accurate. So I always encourage our brands to leave some critical reviews up because it just shows that they're growing and that they're willing to adapt and learn and change to better satisfy their customer base. You mentioned uh, a moment ago about, um, you know, kind of segmenting the the questions into some things that maybe, you know, maybe could show some positive aspects and collecting a little more information about uh, your, your customer. Uh, and I don't know if Yotpo does this necessarily, but uh, maybe, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But is there some way to leverage that data to segment your customers later on to provide more meaningful content or products to them? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, we have a new tool that launched called Insights that can help you do just that. Um, so really, people want to read reviews that are reflected in who they are, right? So if I go to a website and I'm reading a review for um, a coffee table, right, or a bed frame, like I want to read the reviews of other people who live in Manhattan, who live in shoebox apartments, who have to get these mattresses and these beds upstairs and narrow elevators, right? I don't want to read the review of someone who lives on a palatial ranch in the middle of nowhere. So for me, really like finding the right reviews for me as a consumer is extremely important. And using the Yodpo Insights platform, you can actually not only direct the right content to the right people, you can also use those different segmentations and audiences to create personalized marketing campaigns, uh, to create, you know, shift the way that you develop your products. If you see that, you know, all of your customers in a certain geographic area are really gravitating towards this product line versus another, you can always make it so that when browsers from that area come to your website, they'll see certain lines over others, right? There's a million different creative things you can do as a business to really to hone in on the demographic that's working for you. But in order to do that, you need information. The information is the key to unlocking all the smart strategies you can employ. And um, the Insights product at Yapo is able to offer you that information. Now, do you have any examples of current customers that you could share that have utilized that data that's been gathered through your platform in creative ways to help increase engagement or sales? Yeah, so I um, I think of brands like Pura Vida, uh, which sell brace sells bracelets. I think of brands like Thinks um, that sell you know undergarments. These are items that maybe people don't traditionally like to leave a lot of reviews for um, and and leave a lot of content on. Uh, but these are definitely products where 
as a manufacturer or as someone who develops their own products as opposed to reselling, you can learn a lot from what people say. So like we've had clients, um, you know, and it's, it's tough for me to name all names because obviously we're bound by confidentiality as well, but we've had clients who have completely shifted the way that they've developed their products based on insights that they've gained from the Yodpo platform. So they've shifted the types of products that they're selling. They've changed out marketing campaigns. They've made slight alterations to products, both in terms of manufacturing or shipping that have increased customer satisfaction exponentially. So like that data can be really powerful to you if you use it correctly. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a, a thing a lot of small merchants don't do well that, that larger merchants do. And that's gather information, actually examine the information and provide or pull useful data out that can help you shape your business moving forward. So this is something, I guess let's, let's talk a little more about, uh, the Yotpo analytics uh, and and what the capabilities are there because that's something that's very interesting to me and and something that I see a lot of the merchants we talk to just have no real concept of doing. Yeah, and look, you it's it's hard to uh, to put that blame on small merchants. Like big companies have the budget to hire ten analysts and five social media managers and you know, three marketing analysts to help like run their accounts for the small business owner. Like you said, you know, some of these people, their day really is between manufacturing selling the product, sometimes dealing with a store experience. So it's hard to find the time to employ tactics like the ones we're talking about. And that's why it's important to find a provider or a tool that can kind of do some of the heavy lifting for you. Um, But what I will say is like, in terms of, of, analytics and AI, like there's a bunch of different things that that some of our smart widgets that we're introducing can do to help you. So it can uh, showcase reviews based on certain keywords. Um, you know, we also are in, in, in the process of introducing a new mail after purchase form uh, that ha- that will actually lead customers to contribute more and more review content. So imagine you're writing a review and it'll offer you uh, suggestions for the next words or topics that you should cover. Imagine that you're writing a review and it'll tell you on a meter of how good that review is. Small indicators like that to your audience really help you collect meaningful content. Like there's nothing worse than going to a website and seeing a billion reviews that all say, great product, loved it, or cool, nice, arrived on time, right? That's not helpful for anyone. And it's certainly not going to help you make better business decisions. What you want is that really rich, meaty content that's going to help you figure out like how to drive your brand forward. Um, And that's going to get crawled by Google for SEO, lead to a bunch of other positive benefits. But yeah, Yotpo's analytics and insights platform is all about providing your customers and you with the information that can help move the needle just a little bit. And again, we're here to help you guys. If you have any questions, post them. Again, if you're catching this in replay or you're catching it on the podcast that we've just introduced, uh, just reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter at e-commerceaholic. I can bring up this fancy name tag down there that's got an e-commerceaholic on it. Of course, if you listen on the podcast, we'll probably just cut this crap out anyway, so you won't even you won't even know I said all this. Um, but. 
Again, post some questions in the chat. Uh, you guys are mighty quiet today. I don't know if it's just a, an exhausting day for you or what, but if you have any questions you want to discuss reviews, please let me know. You always ask the best questions, and I just don't feel like I've done a good job unless you guys come in here and help me out. And we're getting close to the end of my questions. Uh, we try to go 45 minutes to an hour, and we're up uh, against the 45-minute mark here. So, um, again, post questions if you have any and we will get to them um, so you know next I wanted to talk about maybe what you're seeing out there that merchants are doing wrong uh, you know they they um, most merchants don't get it and and they may be doing nothing but say they're doing something or they heard they needed reviews and they threw something up maybe they even threw Yatpo on their site uh, but is there something that you're continuously seeing merchants do that are maybe that's wrong or doesn't work or is just sa actually sabotaging Sabotaging uh, rather than helping them get that user-generated content. Yeah, I think I mean it's it's so hard to like blame a merchant, right? Because creating a name for yourself in e-commerce is such a tough thing to do. I would say like the the worst thing that someone can do in the modern climate is not think of their business as a brand, right? And yeah, like some products lend themselves more to like brand recognition than others, right? If you think of like fashion or shoes or clothing, those are much more traditional what you think of as being brands. But no matter, pardon me, no matter what product you're selling, no matter what um, your business model is, it's really important to think of your business as a brand, right? And have a holistic strategy around how to navigate that. Um, Ultimately, like there are plenty of places where people can go just to buy and sell goods, whether it's Facebook Marketplace, whether it's Amazon, whether it's eBay. Um, and the second that you start thinking of your business as just another place to go to buy stuff, uh, that's where a lot of businesses go wrong. Like the future of e-commerce really is brand commerce. When you look at the businesses that have been really successful in today's economy, think of a business like Untuck It, uh, a business like Brooklinen. Like these companies have been so successful because from day one, no matter what or how simple their product was, they really attached a brand narrative to it and made sure that people got them um, and were able to latch on. And that's sort of what set them up for the mega success that they're achieving now. So uh, I would say like a big mistake that people make is yeah, not really thinking of themselves as a brand. Um, the, second mistake, the second mistake that I think companies can often make is, and it's, it, it's hard to even say it's a mistake, it's just an oversight really, is like when you're small and growing, it's really hard to put the time into developing a UGC strategy, right? Like people all the time are like, oh, I would love to get to this in a year or two years when my business is bigger. But ultimately, getting that strategy off the ground early, it's what's going to catapult your business, right? Any e-commerce store owner watching knows that new customers don't just come out of nowhere. You have to acquire them somehow. And user-generated content in the form of reviews and photos and Q&A can be a rich acquisition channel even for a business that's just starting out. Um, you know, you don't have to have thousands and thousands of orders a day to get adequate review content. You don't have to have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a paid influencer budget to be successful on Instagram. You can start doing those things right away. Um, so I would say like a big mistake is companies doubting themselves or doubting their worth early on. Like make sure you're putting your best foot forward in all of these strategies early, because then as your business starts to grow and develop, like you're already one step ahead. Yeah, and we're definitely not blaming the merchants here. Uh, you know, any any business is almost always 
resource strapped. Unless you're Apple and you've got billions of dollars in the bank, you're you're almost always resource strapped. You you almost always have to focus your attention on whatever the most important challenge is that that you're currently facing. And and and, and that's great. I mean, that's why folks like me have a job to come in and help you, you know, see that that bigger strategy and to figure out exactly what you need to do. It's why tools like Yachtpo exist so that it makes it easier for you to actually uh, accomplish those things. So yeah, yeah, definitely no blame, completely understand, just want to make sure, because most people really haven't thought it through. They, you know, we talk to merchants all the time, merchants that have been in business 10, 20, 30 years, and they've had websites since the late 90s, and they just don't have any sort of uh, strategy for user-generated content, because to them, that's still a fairly new thing. You know, social media yep. is still a fairly new thing, and, and you know, the last 10 years, they've been busy running their business, not trying to figure out how to maximize the value of their customers. Um, but that's what separates the successful businesses from the guys that are withering and dying is that they they spend the time, the effort, the money uh, to actually pull these strategies together. And, you know, all of these things that reduce friction, uh, they, they start to stack on top of each other and magnify each other. And the next thing you know, you really get a, a good flame. You get a hot bed of coals is, is what I, that's one of the, the ways I put it. Uh, you know, you build that hot bed of coals. And if you have anyone who camps or, or deals with um, fire regularly knows if you have a hot bed of coal, you, you can pretty much throw any wet log on there and it's going to burn. Um, so, you know, you get all of those things kind of amplifying each other and you can really start to accelerate your business. Um, so it doesn't look like we have any user questions at this point. Um, we're coming up against the the end of my time. Let, let's let's talk just a little bit more about Yachtpo. Um you know, kind of, kind of, what? Um, who's the right fit for your service? Like, if I'm a merchant out there and I'm thinking that I probably need to start using some sort of strategy, some sort of user-generated content strategy, um, how do I know that maybe, maybe I'm too small for Yadpo? Maybe I think I'm too big for Yadpo. Uh, you know, kind of, what, what does that ideal merchant look like? And, and you know, how do you describe them? Yeah. So. Bear in mind, I'm obviously biased, but like the truth about Yodpo is that we user-generated content is for everyone. So uh, we have a free plan for businesses that are just starting out, and we always will. It's a philosophy that our CEO believes really strongly in, in helping brands get off on the right foot when it comes to developing a strategy around user-generated content. Um, you know, we have growth plans for businesses that are continuing to grow and just find their footing online. And that leads all the way up to, you know, some of our largest customers on the big enterprise side. So really the, the strategies may be different and the way you employ them may be different, but the concept and uh, the belief that Yadpo will help drive success for you online goes for any size of business. I would say like Yadpo is especially powerful for businesses that really want to grow and develop a brand and a community online. Um, ultimately, like Yadpo is a tool that you use to achieve success. And if your mission really is like the way companies of ours, like um, Moroccan oil companies, like uh, Lisa, like I mentioned, companies like Greats, a shoe company based out of Brooklyn. These are companies that really want to develop a community and develop their brand online. They don't want to just be any other product. They don't just want to be one on a shelf. They want to have that unique relationship with customers so that customers remember who they are, are brand loyal for life, uh, and feel and evoke some sort of emotion when they think of their brand. And so I think if that's you, 
whether you're doing one order a day or a thousand, Yapo can figure out a way to service you and, and offer you tools to help you be successful. It's more about whether you're ready to take that leap uh, and and really like develop that close relationship with your consumers um, because it, there's no going back. And it's one of those things, amazing things where it can really transform your business. And we've seen people with Yapo go from having you know, side businesses that were a hobby to becoming a full-time career to now having large companies that they run, um, you know, all in the, the life cycle of growing with us. So I would say if you're fall anywhere on that spectrum, like get in contact and we'll see what we can do. So if they want to learn more, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, so feel free to go to our website, yotpo.com, Y-O-T-P-O.com. Anybody watching who would like to email me directly, I'm happy to answer any questions that we weren't able to cover today or anything, um, you know, if people want to reach out with, you know, questions that they maybe don't want to air in a public forum. Uh, my email address is A-F-A-Z-A-L at yotpo.com, uh, A-F-A-Z-A-L at yotpo.com. And yeah, people should feel free to reach out. Like ultimately, we're in such an exciting time when it comes to e-commerce, like, Every day there's new innovation, there's pop-up stores, there's companies trying like brand new strategies that I, in my wildest dreams of creativity, have never been able to think of before. Um, all the cool stuff that Google is doing, Facebook is doing, Instagram is doing, like this is a hot time for us in the e-commerceaholic community. So um, I encourage everybody to, to reach out and I'll be happy to, to answer in any way I can. Great. And if you want to know more there, you know, send send a, a uh, email to Ali or if you have questions, feel free to post them in the chat of this video as well. And I will forward those to Ali and try to get them answered as well. Next week, we will be live streaming with Banana Stand IO talking about social proof. Please hit the subscribe button, tap the notification bell while you're at it. And I look forward to seeing you in the next live stream.